Welcome to the Design Your Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Marilee Blair. Let me be your positive light to help you reach your highest potential and put you in an empowered frame of mind every episode. It's time to get excited for our lives and be in charge of designing our happiness every single day. Let's go. Welcome back to the Design Your Happiness podcast. I just want to say happy Mother's Day to all of you mothers out there and any single fathers who are taking on the motherly role. Thank you so much for all that you do. This episode is really special to me because it's not only my first interview with a guest on my show, but my special guest for today is my beautiful mother, Marilyn Badillo-Reed. Marilyn is not only the most inspiring woman I've ever known my entire life, she is my mentor and a leader I look up to. She is the most positive and fun person you will ever meet. She is the true definition of success because she's happy in her life and her life story is extremely inspiring. Her successful career started with a dream she turned into a reality. She was born in the Philippines and had dreamed of living in the U.S. ever since she was little. When she graduated college as a nurse, she was fearless and jumped at the opportunity to be a nurse in Florida and live in America. At the age of 23, that's when she first began her 42-year career as a nurse. But in addition to nursing, she has also owned a successful real estate company and she's owned a successful care home all while taking care of her two daughters as a single mother and fulfilling her own passion to travel the world. She is an independent woman I have always aspired to be like. Everyone, please meet my mother, Marilyn Badillo-Reed. Welcome to the show, Mom. Oh, thank you. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me. Mom, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Uh, You are, of course, the reason I am in this world, but all you have done for me as my role model and all the lessons you've taught me, the ambitious woman you are and everything you fought to have in your life, along with just the positive, upbeat woman you are, all the places you've traveled to and everything you have achieved in your life is just so amazing. I just want you to know I am so honored to be your daughter and that you are my mother and that you agreed to be my guest. I love you so much. I love you too, honey. It's been my pleasure to be here and I'm thankful to be uh, invited to your great uh, start of a podcast. So very proud of you, honey. Thank you so much, mom. Okay, mom, let's start the show with your favorite positive quote. My favorite positive quote is from Zig Ziglar. Of all the attitudes we we can acquire, surely the attitude of gratitude is the most important and by far the most life-changing. And I always take that every day with a thankful heart. There's so much to be thankful for in this life, and I've always been blessed to be uh, here today and to be able to talk to you, a successful uh, you're a daughter of mine and very blessed and happy to have uh, all these accomplishments between having you and your sister now. I love that, mom. I love that. I love that we're starting this off with gratitude and there's just so much to be grateful for. And I'm grateful for you too. I love that. That was your quote. How have you designed your happiness in your life? Oh, I've designed it in a way that I've always uh, believed in myself and being able to, you know, succeed, whether from uh, 
the beginning of where I wanted to be five years later to 10 years later. So uh, I've always believed that uh, you can't accomplish anything by just wishing for it. You do have to work for it. But, you know, you believe in your dreams and you work to accomplish your dreams. I do have the faith. I do have the positive uh, family environment at home. And uh, I've always believed in my own happiness. I've always been able to uh, take that on and pass it to the people around me. I'm just a very positive, uh, happy person. And I like to be in an environment where there are also people that because of my positivity in my life, and the way I look at things and the way I see things, I don't want any negative people in my life. I just like to be happy. I am a very happy person. Fun. You know, I believe in uh, a great zest for living. That's just who I am. So uh, I take on every day as, uh, you know, a day that you are given another day to live, another day to influence and be, you know, able to share the goodness of your attitude and your heart to others. And to my two girls that I raised all along as a single mom. So I love that about you. I love that. You do share your happiness with everyone. That's why you have so many friends and just so many people love to be around you. Obviously, I love to be around you because of how fun and positive you are and inspiring. So it's amazing to see that not just in your family, but a lot of people gravitate towards you because you have created this happiness in your life. So I love that mom. Thank you. And I know that your dream was to come to America after you graduated college when you were about 23, which meant you had to leave your family and your comfort zone to move to a completely different country, only knowing a few other nurses. And I know you told your family at the last minute, so they couldn't stop you, but how exactly did you make your dream of moving to America a reality? Well, actually, and be known to my parents, I've uh, decided to really adventure and do exploring of the United States of America, the land of milk and honey. It was also triggered by the fact that I had an uncle who was a pioneer in the Badilio plan, Dr. Adolfo Badilio, my father's youngest brother who uh, was a doctor and migrated to uh, California uh, after his uh, residency as well. And so he's always uh, come back ever since uh, to give back to the town in Batuan, Masbati um, Islands that I, uh, we all came from. He was born with, and uh, I've always been fascinated in listening to, I want to be able to be a part of that. So because of his, uh, pioneering uh, time for the clan, I was also inspired to also follow that. And I know that my mom and my father uh, are always very close. And of course, they uh, prefer the idea of us still being together in the Philippines. But I've always wanted to venture what it's like out there. So I was given an opportunity. I had a classmate in college that after graduation, I was working within a six-month time frame after um, passing the nursing boards in the Philippines, got to work in a pediatric hospital. And um, she told me that there's an opportunity for me to migrate as a working uh, nurse with a visa in the United States, and it's in Florida. So I took that opportunity and kind of just told it to my family, my siblings, without telling my mom and my dad that I already put a deposit and uh, just did it. And within a uh, six-weeks time frame, 
I was able to be approved to come to Florida in the United States of America. And I broke the news, which didn't make my parents happy because it was such a sudden time. But for me, that was the beginning of the realization of my dreams to come to the land of milk and honey. United States of America, here I come. <laughs> That's what I said then in 1978. Wow. 79, actually. I graduated in 78, 79, I was gone. So amazing that you you had this big dream and you were, you know, you were willing to do what you could to make it happen. And, and it was such a big thing because you were leaving your family. Were you scared to move to America by yourself? Not really, because um, when I, when I um, told the truth to my parents, they were very, in spite of them being a little upset about the fact that I didn't tell them at the first, first hand, they were supportive enough to make sure that I didn't suffer for anything financially. So they paid for all my trip paid on cash. I don't owe anybody anything and um, gave me the opportunity to have money and means so I can afford to live in my apartment, knowing also that I'll also be working and be paid for in, in that way. But no, afraid. No, I wasn't. I was so eager to look forward to the uh, beginning of what I wanted to do in my life. And, and this was to me uh, an exciting uh, time in my life. I'm not fearless. I'm fearless and, you know, not even thinking of any fear at hand, which probably most people would, but not me. I mean, I, I was ready to take on the challenge. So, you know, crossing over the Pacific to go to uh, the U.S. as well. Wow. You were just so excited for this amazing new chapter and, you know, making your dream happen. So it's just, it's so beautiful Thank and you. amazing to see. Like, I'm just picturing you, you know, when you're 23 and you're like, you know what, nothing's standing in my way. This is, this is what I want to do. And this is meant for me. So I'm going to take it and I'm not letting fear stand in my way. Absolutely. It's just amazing that that's what your mindset was. And yeah. by taking that leap of faith, and you just you just went for it. And it is because you have your faith in God as well. Do you think that really helped in that as well? That helped you be fearless because of your faith? Sure. I mean, I've always been raised very well. We did very strong faith in a Catholic, uh, Roman Catholic ways that I was raised with my mom who was instilled in us, you know, great faith and uh, devotion to our uh, faith in God that there's always someone out there just looking for us and you pray hard enough, you know, your dreams can come true. So to me, um, this was the first step. And even uh, with a relationship, I had uh, a college boyfriend then that uh, was offering to marry me uh, at the time. He didn't want to be apart. But for me, it wasn't enough because I needed to, you know, seek first my, uh, the career that I want and the ambition that I've always wanted to. I didn't think I was ready for any family uh, time yet, even if it was offering marriage at the time. But, and, and I've never looked back. I've, uh, my uh, goal was to go to America, and here I am, you know, 45 years later, and I've been in this country more than I've been in my own native land of the Philippines. But I've enjoyed every single one. I've been blessed with the opportunities I've been able to achieve here in this country. Thank you. You're amazing. America. Yes, you're so amazing, Mom. 
Um, was it hard for you adjusting to living in America uh, versus how you grew up in the Philippines? Because obviously the countries are so different. Was it hard to adjust when you moved here? Actually, it wasn't. I think it's just having the freedom to just do exactly what you want. If if you really were to err on the almost like a very uh, too much of an independence because we grew up very well nurtured and, and cared for by our, our family, especially with a very loving and caring mother and father who uh, took care of us with our needs, especially when, you know, going to uh, school in Manila and, and finishing our college. There were all obviously five of us in college at the time. We had a, an apartment that was taken care of by them and uh, household help that took care of our needs. So we, all we did was to really study. To me, being on my own in the country for the first time in America with no one else but top, it's exciting, a little, maybe a little bit of intimidating on taking care of myself. Always someone had to take care of all my uh, other personal needs in the Philippines. But in America, it was also a fun thing because this is exercising my own judgment without any parents looking over your shoulder. So the values that were taught by me and the moral uh, integrity, you know, given and raised up by my uh, parents really uh, guided me through on the faith that God, someone out there is watching out for me. And, guiding me in my decision-making, which has been a very uh, blessed one all through my life. Not that it's been a perfect life, if I could say. There's always room for learning into the later part of my years. But I had my professional and personal dreams that I really set out to from the time that I got to this country. And it's all worked out very well. Yeah, that's incredible, Mom. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. You just You just kept going. As soon as you got here, even though, you know, for some other people, they could have been homesick, you know, and wanted to go. But and it was a different lifestyle to get used to. But you were like, no, this is it's time for me to make my own judgment, kind of embrace that adulthood as you were here in America. So it's like the timing was also perfect, too, because you were ready for that next step and taking charge of your independence you know as an ambitious woman so yeah yeah I was I was ready for that and I know that you've been a nurse for 42 years now <laughs> so you have definitely done a lot and seen a lot in your career what are the positions that you've held as a nurse and what is it that has made you so passionate about your career as a nurse well uh Nursing has always been a passion of mine. And in fact, my mother was the one that really uh, saw through that. I was trying to change my desire for college degree to uh, a different uh, field towards the last year uh, in, in high school, thinking that maybe I don't want to go to nursing. But she's seen that part of me. I've always been a very uh, caring, compassionate uh daughter, you know, not that the rest of mine aren't, but uh, I've always had a tendency to care for the sick and, and minister to them. So that part has always been a joy for me to have that uh, when I went into the nursing field, I found myself, this is the right place for me. And I've um, been able to have joy in, in this uh, career and found that this is something that's so natural. And I've done everything 
in, in my nursing career. I've, I've told myself that from day one that I started in my nursing, that I'm not just going to settle in one department. So I made it a point that every couple of years, I don't want to be you know, comfortable in one department. So I started with a basic medical surgical for three to five years, then moved on and floated to oncology, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and then eventually to the critical care units. So I've done intensive care unit, I've done critical care unit, and eventually moved on to emergency room department and did a class in mobile intensive care nursing where I was able to uh, uh, take that uh, another year of classes to be able to uh, guide paramedics and uh, ambulance uh, in the mobile way of uh, helping them with an uh, emergency doctor beside me. So that, that kind of um, started my uh, emergency room training. And after I did all my uh, specialty courses and then found that I, the, the only last place that I, uh, I haven't really indulged in was uh, in labor and delivery. And I did that for another 15 uh, 15 years, and then moved on to post-anesthesia care recovery and outpatient surgery before um, I went on to other things, and that was full circle. So I had the flexibility, and I've enjoyed every single uh, department I've worked for because that's what I really wanted to do. So I can say that when I retire, I've done it all, not just in the clinical aspect, but I also did other uh, non-managerial uh, level before I retired as well. That's great though, because in your career, you even wanted to get out of your comfort zone. Like you didn't even want to just stay in one department or just in the hospitals, because I, I know growing up, you also did nurse case management and you, you know, you went to Cedars Sinai, you know, where you are Sinai, where you are now. And at one point when you were there before you were a charge nurse, which is, one of the highest levels that you can be as a nurse and, you know, and that's the hospital where the celebrities go. So it's just, it's amazing that you, your ambition never stopped in your own field. You just, you kept wanting more, you know, you for yourself and to grow in the biggest way possible. So True. that's just me. <clears throat> and I've encouraged any um, young graduates that I've mentored and I've, uh, Precepted as a preceptor in a hospital way back in Northern California, where I started from, from Florida to moving to California. I've always told them that don't be afraid to go and get stuck in one department. Always try to learn other things. You know, I've always kind of encouraged them that that's the way to do it because that's I believe it makes you more marketable. It makes you very flexible. I had opportunities and offered uh, different departments because I can work anywhere else. So, you know, you can do and work anywhere because you are very skilled and, and I've learned to do that. And, and that's just how I've seen myself. I'm not just gonna stay in one unit, you know, and uh, mm -hmm. not just in uh, nursing, but I've also ventured into business as well. So eventually, you know, I'm uh, always looking for something that will, you know, get me out of my comfort level and do something out of the ordinary because I just want to explore and, you know, uh, meet my uh, goals that I've set for myself five years, 10 years. And I know where I want it to be 20 years from now, where I want to live and how to go about it. And of course, it's all with 
God's blessings, your faith and your prayers, you know, because nothing is set in stone, you know, things can change, like the unexpected, you know, or the divorce that I never uh, would have imagined. But, you know, uh, things happen for a reason. It's another uh, saying that I also believe in, you know, but I have two uh, beautiful uh, daughters that I wanted to uh, give an example, you know, to be able to be independent and not be dependent on anyone, any man for that matter, to be able to take care of your needs personally and most especially financially. And that's really a very strong uh, um, legacy that I wanted to bring to my children. Not, and as well, of course, is the education part of it, as I got from my parents as well, who are very pro-education and all into academics as we all are in our family. And I, you know, I give thanks to my mom and dad who raised me that way with uh, integrity and the moral values that I also try to pass on. And of course, the strong strength in faith with God's help all the time. Yes. Wow. It's, I mean, it's just, it's just, you just inspire me so much, mom. I, and I know that you've always been in ambitious ever since you were little and that education is very important for you and that you know you want that in me and my sister and melody and i know that you have always had big dreams for yourself and that you were even valedictorian in high school and you graduated with honors and very high gpa even in college and so when you were growing up, was there someone in your life that you did look up to who helped motivate you in all your success, um, whether that was a family member or a family friend or some type of hero in your life? Like, who would you define as someone who kind of helped bring that motivation to you? Or were you just, you know, self-motivating ever since you were young? No, it's my parents. I love my mom and dad. My, my father's a lawyer. You know, out of the three of them, you know, his brother's an engineer, he's a lawyer, and their youngest, of course, is my uncle, uh, who inspired me to come to the United States, who is a doctor. And my mom is a teacher, also molded me in the way of, you know, learning in, in, in the art of uh, teaching. She was a great teacher. I was able to observe her when I was little, you know, in her uh, kindergarten class, I mean, in her first grade class that she taught way back in the islands in San Fernando. But to me, uh, they were the epitome of uh, a great um, influencer on my life because they uh, embodied the learned uh, people that they both are and still was able to be the good people that they are and sharing their education and their uh, learning to other people in our community as well. So that that was, and I wanted to, them to be proud of me too because, you know, among all the five of us, we were all raised to really be educated and appreciate the value of education as that's something that no one can take away from you. It's the famous thing that, you know, most uh, Filipino families could uh, relate to. But uh, we all uh, worked hard, you know, to have the great grace that we did, you know, and be proud to show our parents our you know, GPEG uh, scores or uh, grades that we got during high school and college and all the way through, you know, finishing all our degrees, not just with one and several of my siblings have dual degrees as well. So it, it is uh, a very um, enlightening feeling because you, you, I did 
have just two role models, my two uh, parents, my mom and my father, which is Feliciano Pining, as they call her. Mama was a very, very, very intelligent, uh, smart uh, mother, and so is my father. Yeah, he graduated very young with honors also. So it, it, it is that legacy that I got, and so I wanted to have that too. And of course, having them being proud to have a daughter like me and just the rest of our siblings that have also succeeded is uh, something that um, is in your heart that you can be proud of to have. And the same legacy that I handed to you and, and Mel to be able to share that, you know, and know that even when I'm gone, then you have the education, you have the upbringing, not just, it's just not all academics. It's also how you are to people, how you, you know, you respect, your love for other people and uh, caring ways that you can be. Kindness is always number one as well. So it's, it's not just one aspect. It's a total embodiment of what that we can aspire to. I mean, it cannot be perfect, but certainly it's good to just try. I just, it's incredible how full circle this is that your parents are your heroes and your mentors to you. And you are that to me, you know, you are my hero and my inspiration. And I feel that I am who I am because of you with that same mindset of what you've taught us about, you know, being financially independent and just learning to be happy on your own, but to be a good person, be good to others and, you know, to learn as much as possible to be educated because like you, I remember, you know, when I was in college, I graduated with so many honors, you know, just, just like you, because I wanted to make you proud. And then what you had taught me about, you know, be friends with as many people as possible. So I remember when I was in college and I had joined seven organizations, working three jobs, taking, you know, so many classes. And because you had taught me, you know, it's, you learn from so much with other people and like attracts like, and, you know, just being a positive person. And so it's just amazing to hear, you know, how you've become who you are based on the role models of your parents. And I am who I am because I had you and I am, I'm just so grateful. And it's just amazing because I know, and I know everyone tells me I'm your mini me. Yeah. Like they're like, Oh, that's Marilyn's mini me, you know? <laughs> and, and it's true. It's true. And, you know, and that's why, um, you know, you're not just my mom and my mentor and my role model and my travel icon and the serial business owner, you are, you know, you're my travel buddy and a travel inspiration. And so it's just amazing. There's just so many layers to Marilyn Badillo Reed. And Absolutely. so, you know, and the hero that you are. So I'm just, I'm just so, you know, it's amazing um, how full circle it is. And I know that your parents are so proud of you, yeah. you know, and everything that you've done and all that you've accomplished, you know, in your life thus far. And I know that being positive, your faith in God and following the laws of attraction are very important to you. How did you learn about the secret and start practicing the laws of attraction? Actually, it was... Um someone, of, I think, uh, a close friend of mine that just mentioned it in passing about, you know, have you ever heard of The Secret? And I said, no. And she said, you should really read it. There's a book, there's a tape, 
that, you know, what you put out to the world and to the universe, you know, really can happen. So uh, it so happened and that year, I think it was just really getting uh, very popular, you know, this was almost 15 you know, years ago. And I, I, I bought the book, I listened to it. And, and it's really true because I know that I believe in that because that's essentially what I dreamed and wished for, you know, going up to be able, my first goal was after I graduated to be able to come to the U.S. I, I prayed for that, uh, you know, and I prayed for that every day that it would happen. And it did happen. I was able to make it happen because I saw vision and no one was going to stop me. And, and I know that that is the key to wanting something you have to want it so bad you can taste it that it's going to happen and it did and so uh i went back to that uh when i read that book and i kept it i have it and i invited it to you and mel as well to be able to learn that it, it it is that you know no matter if you have faith in god or if you have another uh creation in the universe or someone in the universe that you believe in there you cannot change the fact that when you put out to the universe what you want it will come back to you and manifest it you know but you have to believe in it that you can achieve it and will achieve it and it can happen and i apply that in my professional and in in my business aspect as well you know so be prepared to be able to want it and manifest and it will manifest to you in front of you can happen yes yes i love that it's happening <laughs> yes i love that that's why i have you in my head and you know that's how i live Thank my you. life because of you and i'm so happy that you're sharing that too you know with everybody that's listening how important it is to focus and visualize what you want and that you do need to take the action. But the more that you visualize it and desire it, the more that you are willing to make that work for you to have exactly what it is that you desire. Yes. Yeah. And I know you've had a great career in nursing, but you also decided to get into real estate and you had a very successful real estate company in Northern California. So what made you decide to get into real estate? Well, not just company, companies really. So yes, since I've been in nursing over the last 45, almost uh, 45 years, I've also had my real estate license in the way early years too, in the 80s. I've always been uh, encouraged, I think with real estate because my mom was a very uh, savvy real estate investor way back growing up in the Philippines. So I was exposed to that um, interest in real estate and how she's made money buying properties and selling it and uh, has invested. But I think it's in the genes in the family because my grandmother, my mom's side also as well. And, and the fact also on my father, before they even met, there were already land barons in, in the Philippines already. So they were, I was exposed to the love for real estate and i think going along with my mom during my i would say high school was when he she started bringing me along trying to look at properties and then deciding to buy them and uh, i've enjoyed it and uh, i know that there's always money to be made in real estate so when i came in here i always thought and you know uh, decided that i'm gonna get my real estate license and i did you know and uh then I was met to your dad. I encouraged him to take real estate. There's uh, great money to be made. 
And I was the, you know, full-time housewife, I mean, not housewife, a nurse that uh, was making a very good living. So I told him to study it. And together we both had uh, licenses. And for me, moving forward on to 20, 30 years later, I just kept it and decided to open up companies of my own as well and ventured into other businesses like owning, it's called a care home in local terms, in in and a professional term owning residential care facilities for the elderly is where I went to school for a nursing, uh, for an administrator to, to operate one. And being a nurse also is helpful because I already know how to, to train the staff that I uh, brought along. But yes, I enjoy that. It's also part of my commitment because I've already been successful in owning real estate franchises like owning Century 21 franchise. We bought into uh, the Help You Sell uh, franchise, but we decided that we were paying too much royalty fees and the franchises fees, so we ended up owning up our own at that point uh, in time and then you know, merging into the loan company as well. So I've, I've done a lot of business entrepreneurial uh, ship as well, as, as I am working as a nurse at that time as well. I was able to juggle the two, and I've just enjoyed it. I thrived on the fact that real estate was also a great passion of mine. Made money on it, you know, great, did very well on the investments as well uh, as I have from day one. So it's been a very good, uh, uh, fun, entrepreneurial uh, fun for me, uh, skills that I've uh, acquired as well. So I've been a nurse and I've been in real estate for as long as I've been in the last 45 years. Not currently practicing my, my real estate, but certainly have the gut and the feeling for buying real estate properties that do very well in resale as well. So thank yeah. you, Lord. Yeah. You're a very good risk taker and very, can be. <laughs> very business savvy. Um, I think that's, it's very admiring about you just that you're able to, you know, get into trying so many different things, but you have this kind of like clear focus when you do decide to, oh, I want to try this, I want to try this. And it is helpful that you had an idea before because, you know, your mom had been buying property. So you're like, oh, you know, it's like, what did my mentors do? What did my parents do? I can do that too. I just need to learn what it is. And then I can make that happen too. And because it became something that it was a new passion that you could still do while having your other passion and, you know, while having your family. And so, um, and then you also mentioned that you wanted to own a care home and that was a dream to you. Was there a motivation behind that particular dream of owning a care home? And how did you turn that dream into a reality of owning a care home and having a very successful uh, care home facility in Northern California? Yeah. Having the, um, you know, care home, residential care home for the elderly. It's just like uh, also indulging my uh, love for real estate. You know, of course, you knowing that when you purchase real estate property, convert it into, it's a challenge of converting it, getting it licensed. And uh, it's also for me, uh, the second aspect was I give back. This is something that I already know so well. I love taking care of, uh, you know, patients directly or indirectly this time as an owner and, uh, trainer of all my staff that I uh, hired for the facilities that I've owned. It's just also uh, helping, you know, my uh, care staff that uh, 
I love so much and that they can also send money to the Philippines. Most of my care staff were Filipinos and Filipinas, obviously, but uh, they can also help their families because I'm I'm pretty much not into that making money for it, but it's almost also just helping them as well so they can help their families. So it was a win-win for me because I, I can take care of patients and uh, be there as part of own, the own, being the owner of the facility and relate to families and the patient or the residents that we call them that resided in my uh, care facilities. And at the same time, having the care staff that's also helping their families. So it's like full circle of being able to help, you know, uh, the little bit that I can in their lives and in my uh, residents' lives as well that I've enjoyed, you know. So that was the very uh, great part that uh, I decided that was more uh, of what I wanted to do for a certain period in my life. And at the same time, it also helped me be very financially uh, uh, very independent because I was raising the two of you because that's the, during that time that I needed to reset my uh, priorities and opening up a business that I can be a part of and, and uh, give me the financial gains as well and still have you and Mel taken care of uh, in the lifestyle that we, we had. And at the same time, being able to indulge in my last passion for travel, which I've done. Traveling the world has always been also a great uh, passion of mine, and I was able to do that as well. So... It's all with God's help and uh, determination and, and fun, still having fun at life, you know, and not forgetting to focus that everything is a blessing from God, you know. I can't have done anything without all the blessings from him. So I'm very thankful for everything that I've had in my life, you know. It's just not an ordinary life. I mean, I have more than an average American lifestyle. I mean, you know, um, I grew up with uh, helps at home. But I was able to duplicate that here in the United States. I had, uh, you know, uh, the housekeepers and uh, baby nannies for you guys. But still, you know, they uh, are just part of the hard work that you do and uh, extended families. So I have been very blessed and very lucky. And I've always wanted to talk uh, to my friends about that. And they've always been amazed at how uh, when they start talking to me as as they get to know me more so, they get to realize that, yeah, you can succeed as a single mother, you know, and I brought uh, women in my homes. You know, you see the successful uh, home that I built, you know, and say, my God, you know, you're able to uh, able to do this, you know, uh, afford, you know, a, a very uh, affluent lifestyle. But I said, it is not something that was given. This was something I worked hard for. So this is not something that no one can just say, you got that because of someone, I said, no, I worked and, and wanted to have this lifestyle and it can be done too. You can, anybody can, with a positive mindset, uh, a faith that's complete, you know, and for a family that's supportive, you know, you can go wrong. So it's all a blessing from him and being grateful every day for every single second of your life that you have sent to live and more so now in this pandemic time. So thank you. Yeah, it's... So, so incredible, everything that you've done in your life and, you know, that you look at everything as a blessing and, you know, you go through, you know, the pain that you've gone through and just certain things that you turned it around and created opportunity through it. And 
And especially, I don't even know how hard that is, you know, being a single mom to raise two kids and, and you were a nurse and you had the care home. How did you, how did you do it all? You, this is why I think you're a superhero. You're a superhero to me. You know, how did you do that? How, and then, and the thing that I love about you too, is that you never complain, mom. You have never, ever, ever complained in your entire life. And I, I don't know how you did it. You know, I am just so amazed by you, you know, just how you just work so hard. You work so hard. You want certain things. You want a certain lifestyle. So you work hard. You depend only on yourself and you have so much, you're so humble and you have such a beautiful heart. You know, you're just such a loving woman and, and you care, you care about giving back to others. You know, I remember in the care home, it, I, I remember when I had worked there for you, it was sad when I would listen, you know, to some of your residents and they were like, oh, my, my kids put me here and they don't even visit me. And that just made me sad that their kids would do that. But it made me happy that you gave them a home and a family because you would, you know, create these fun activities and you, you treated your residents as family, just like you did your staff and all the people that come into your life. And I just, but I'm just in awe of you too, because I don't know how you did it then, you know, <laughs> and, and, you know, how, how did you do that? How did you adapt, you know, with your emotions that we never saw you complain? We, you would never show me and Melody that you were stressed and you were, you know, taking on a lot by, you know, raising us and working as a nurse and having your care home. How did you do all of that, mm -hmm. mom? How did you do that? Well, I think it, I just put my faith in God that uh, was able to help me through because, yeah, physically, you know, and emotionally, I knew that I needed to do it. I mean, I, I was determined to make a success of all my decisions that, that I've done. But I knew what to do. I mean, I, I worked a certain time frames in, in my work schedule as a nurse, worked uh, just two days a week, and the rest, you know, followed through with my uh, facility, and I trained people to be able to handle the things when I'm not there. But also the decisions that I've made are, when I decided in a business, it's something close to my home that I can jump into and just drive through. So within a five to 10 minute period of the homes that I purchased and then built for the facilities. But how did I do it? And I, I, you know, it's with the grace of God that I was able to manage physically and emotionally being able to do all that. And of course, so proud to be able to raise you both to the kind of uh, daughters that you are now successful in your own rights and independent kind and gentle. And uh, even though I wish I had such more more time, but I think I did uh, myself a, a good job raising the two of you because you've turned out so well and so with your sister that, uh, you know, uh, I have no regrets. But uh, there were, uh, um, it was a difficult not because I was enjoying it. To me, there was nothing difficult when there was joy in what you were doing and, and being able to share what I have because I've been blessed to have much more. It's, you might say, material blessings. All the things that I wanted to, I was able to achieve so early on in my life as well. So I really can't complain. And I'm just uh, happy to be able to have that, you know. And uh, 
you reset your focus and uh, fun things as you get uh, farther into your life. And uh, just being able to achieve all that is, you know, something that I can look back and say, yes, I did. Did I ever feel tired? No, because you were, I was happy doing all those. Well, we're starting when, when I was um, starting on my uh, real estate company then, and it was still working on the night shift because then there was some sleeping time. So when I get tired, I just sleep. And if I get stressed, I just sleep it off. <laughs> that's that's how it is. My sister would always, funny, Jesse would say, say, Melin, I think you seem to sleep a lot when you're under stress because every time I'd call, you know. But I said, maybe that's how way I coped with that, you know. But um, it uh, didn't feel hard uh, at the time, even with the divorce when it happened, you know. Uh, it's just regrouping. Once I was able to regroup, prayed for the strength to be able to keep moving, this is what I wanted to do. Not that it wasn't always straightforward. I've lost some money in, in some of my investments in, in the, uh, residential care facilities. But, you know, you know, if you have the means to be able to afford to get back up, get back on your feet and do it again. So I did even better on my subsequent uh, facilities that I built. So that's it. That shows how great of a leader you are, too, because even though you're, you know, taking all of these things, you also know how to delegate very well and you know have an idea how things will be sometimes when you're not there like when you weren't at the care home like how it would be so it just shows you that you are a leader and you know how to run a business so that you would do it again and um you know and even in the hard times you were still able to create opportunity and so I know, I know that you've been um, through a lot in your life, especially when you went through the divorce and when you, you know, at different times when you had lost your parents and your sister, your older sister, how did you heal from these painful challenges in your life? And, you know, how did you just get to that point where you could turn them into positive lessons and make them opportunities? How did you, how did you do that? Well, I've always had a very, very close relationship with my siblings, you know, you know, with Auntie Bev's, Auntie Jessie, you know, Auntie Cindy and, and Brad, what came much later. But all four sisters, we've always been very close growing up all the way through college and then even as we all were here in the United States. But uh, I just uh, look back on all the fun things that we've had with my sister, who I lost, uh, we lost early on uh, and, and the first Secondary, actually, because my dad was the first immediate family in our uh, lives that we lost. And then you, I was pregnant with you then when I lost Papa, and he was only 65. And then second, um, years later, was Manny Jesse, you know, uh, was harder. But it's always the fact that she wanted us to be together. And uh, I think the relationship that being able to maintain the closeness is what she wanted us to do and of course you know still maintaining the uh, closeness with uh, her two sons like Mikel and uh, Zachary that we love and, and their dad uh, Murray you know also so it became a part of our lives and so there's always a part of managers that's you know inherent in the two boys that we still see and uh, are able to maintain but yeah we pray for her every time and every uh, often about uh, her watching over us, and she's happy that we maintain our 
closeness and our um, relationships uh, through the years also. So it's sad, it's hard, you know, uh, sometimes we wish that we're still, both of them are alive now, even losing mother, you know, years, uh, a few years ago as well. So at least they're not all alone up there, but we know that they're at least together, the three of them, and the four of us left here with siblings and the two of you and uh, now for us. Obviously now we're having Mike as my new son-in-law as well. But yeah, it's been it's been um, a coming uh, realization with losing someone you love, but they never really leave you. They're still around watching over us, making sure that we are also safe on this earth. And I do believe that they watch us closely yeah, as well. So, so that was helpful okay. when your family passed the way that you went about it, even though you can never fully heal from it. It's, you know, making time for the family that you do have and creating that, you know, even closer bond with the siblings that are, that are still alive and making time, you know, to reach out to your nephews and, you know, Uncle Marie. And so it's just, it's, it's good because it's, you're using that to, reach out and still build relationships with, you know, with her family so that they're still part of the family. Part of us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're still part of you. That is so true. Yes. And we're we're very lucky that way because they're on the East coast and we're here on the West coast, but they do keep time. I mean, Mm -hmm. Zach and just coming over here every year with us and we've embraced that uh, as well. So it's nice. Mikael has come visited us as well. Even Murray with her, you know, Snow White has, come and see us here in California. So, so it's good. We, we do uh, just need time to heal the pain of our loved ones lost, but never really lost. You know, they're still with us, you know, even if they're gone. Yeah. But the memories leave on. So. Yes, they do. Yeah. They do. And even through the divorce, that was a really hard time as well. And um, I know that, you know, you both were almost married for 20, 23, 23 years. And um, when you, you know, when that was all happening, you were still able to really turn your mindset into a positive one, you know, during what was such a painful time. I know that it was, I know you were trying to keep our family, you know, together as long as you could and and you still did even when he left and especially when he left you know it's like you you're such a very warm loving person and so that's why i know i'm so much like you because i'm very warm and loving and and it's because i got that from you like you just shower me and melody with so much love and and especially when he left us um i just felt like you got it's like you were even warmer and, you know, because you're taking on two roles, you know, it's like you were, you were mom before. And now it's like, now you're mom and dad. And, and it was a really hard time, you know, that there's no way to sugarcoat the pain, all the crying and all the, you know, just everything that happened in that time. And I remember I remember even then that I had said, 
oh, I never want to get married because if, you know, my own blood, you know, can just leave me, why, why would I trust anyone else? And luckily you had told me, you know, like to watch The Secret, to read it and to have that positive mindset, which really transformed my life. And obviously now, you know, I have an incredible person and I've, you know, I've been in different relationships where I've met really great men. It's just sometimes I just didn't have a good example, but you helped us take that very challenging and painful time into our life and made it a positive one in the way that we wouldn't be where we are without that pain or without challenges in our life. And so I know that you helped me understand that anytime I continue to go through challenges in my life or the pains that it's okay. There's still, you can still turn it into a positive one. Realistically, you, you need to take time to heal and go through it, but to work towards taking steps to move forward into your life. And how, how were you able to, you know, turn that time into a positive one? I think it's just your mindset at that point. I mean, I knew exactly what I needed to do to be able to uh, get the two of you to be uh, taken care of well, both personally and financially. So I, I had the plans of what I needed to do to, to get that. And then secondary, it's just really, you know, my mind was so focused and just raising the two of you, no time for any other type of relationship because this is really what I needed to do is just take care of the two of you and make sure that uh, I can be a good example to uh, for you guys to emulate uh, moving forward at that point but the pains were there but I think it just made me stronger not that I wasn't I have a very strong personality and a strong character as it is building on because I had such great you know uh, role models between my mom and my dad my mom being uh, also got a strong uh, personality as well. So that was something that I wasn't much into, you know, moping and, and, and crying. Okay? It's like, okay, you can cry and, and be disappointed about what happened, but this is something temporary. You know, things will happen. Your happiness is just created by you. You know, no one can create happiness for you. You have to create on your own and be happy for it. And if you're happy, then everything just you know, moves on in a very positive way, you know, and I, I've always been that way. There's always been sunshine, even though, you you know, you could be in pain inside, you have pain and heartache, but really uh, in the end, you know, as God, I've always believed in that saying that God gives, you know, his strongest soldiers, you know, the hardest cross to to carry, but he won't give you any cost that you can carry. So I've always believed in that, that, okay, if you're giving me God this much of a cross, something unexpected, then I would hope that you would help me carry it. And it makes the burden easier, you know, and I don't, I don't delve on thinking about all the negatives. I, I look forward to the positive or what I can do moving forward. As long as I have my good health and God is me and I have my strong immediate family and support or strong loyal friends. That's really all that you needed. And I've been able to march along with that in uh, as my uh, philosophy, you know, 
but things happen for a reason. It's not something that I expected, but I was able to live through it and look at it, you know, 17, 18 years later, divorced. I'm able to be proud to say I'm here, I am retired, newly retired RN, and uh, have more juices of potential businesses that I would like to explore or just enjoying the fruits of my labor at this point. I worked hard. I've worked so hard from the time I set foot in this American soul. I've never stopped working, but I've always enjoyed them as well, you know. So there's nothing that you can't do without God's help. So thankful always. And I go back to my quote that gratitude is always uh, something that you can be thankful for and that will get you through. I love that. I love that. That's why you're able to really turn things into such a positive one because you're right you know you can't you can't dwell on it you can't you get to a point where it's like you just can't stay in that mindset for too long it's like okay move forward you know like we have to accept it and what you said too it's about god not putting you things that he didn't think you can't handle and unfortunately things happen in life that are out of our control and we just have to react a different way, you know, go through what you need to go through, but enough to let it get out of you. And then, okay, it's time to regroup and we need to move forward. You know, we need to keep going because you're right. You know, we have to design our own happiness. We have to be happy on our own and we can't be happy if we're dwelling in this pain and you're right it's a negative energy to stay in and we can't stay in that we we have to keep moving forward and i i agree with you completely and that's why i can i see that in you that's why you were able to bounce back to that divorce um just quickly you know very quickly and you know it's like you didn't break and you were, you know, you're going through things, but you quickly turned in. Okay. You know, let's make this a positive. And that's what you did. And that's what you always do. And that's why I'm just so inspired by you and so proud of you and just the woman that you are. And it's just, it's just incredible the way that your mindset is. And it's because of the positive mindset that you try to make sure that you have every single day, because it makes you a happier person by having that right attitude for yourself and gratitude. Because if we always focus on what we do have, even in the hard times, that can really help us get out of that funk you know, and that, that hard time. So, and, and little by little, you know, like I said, and my famous uh, on my um, mindset that I like, no one is in, no one is in charge of your happiness except you. And I always think that who's going to make me happy me if I'm happy with myself. So I'm happy, you know, and I want to share that. And every day that you wake up alive, the second, you know, thank you, God, I have a new day to live. It's always something so great, you know, because there's so much to be thankful for in this life. You know, little things, you know, especially now with even, you know, this is the first time being uh, around in a pandemic. You know, it is uh, 
amazing how you value the little and basic simple things in life. What's important, like I said, I could keep walking for more, but I've realized the COVID reality is that it's really nice to just enjoy time with family and friends. You can keep working, you can make and, and have all this money, but what good is that when reality is, you know, you don't know when your time will come. And like what you always say, life is short. Enjoy your time now. Now is the yes. time. So to me, that's really also the uh, premise that I would like to say, you know, it's good to enjoy life while you can. Enjoy life. Life while you is can. never promised. Your time is never promised yes. to anyone. So always enjoy and say you love your family and I love you and I love Mel. I love my uh, siblings and uh, life and uh, thankful to God first and foremost for the family that I have and been able to uh, share with, you know, and looking forward to more of the good things that we can share and then, you know, share with other people that are also needing some help. And there's more projects that I have envisioned and hopefully with my sister, Araceli, and Babs, that will be, can do more things. And of course, with you both, that uh, I'm looking forward to do the next chapter of my life. Yeah, it's exciting. My retirement. Yes. Enjoying it. Yeah, congratulations. Thank again, you, thank Mom. you. It's yeah, exciting. Thank you. So it's been, yeah. I've been very happy, you know, with you. And of course, now you uh, happily married, Mike, that we're able to say that. And we have this dream <clears throat> wedding for next year. I have Mel working on her new project as well. So it's what better treasures do I have than to just be, say, thank you, Lord, you know. Uh, I know I did something right with God's help because I've raised two beautiful daughters, you know, kind, gentle, you know, beautiful in heart and in soul. So I can't ask for anything more. Thank you. Thank you, Mom. I love that. Keep us in good health and then we'll be good, you know. So that's really what counts in life. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's It's definitely, yeah, it's about the relationships and being able to truly live for yeah. today, yeah. you know, Enjoy as, as much as we plan and work towards goals, you yeah, know, those are still enough. great, but we still, the most important thing to remember and be grateful Present. for is right now being grateful for this moment that we have now. And, you know, if, because it's hard, because we are in the pandemic, it's like, okay, then let's reach out to our families and friends with FaceTime, with, you know, Zoom, all of these different um, technology platforms, there's ways, you know, to be connected. And so I think I completely agree with you. Like, let's focus on that, you know, right now more than ever. And that will continue to when we do move from the pandemic. Yes, absolutely. And I know that something else that you mentioned that you've always, you know, been passionate about traveling and, you know, you've always enjoyed that is what is it that you love about traveling and what's your favorite place that you've traveled to? Why is that so important? Well, I've always uh, enjoyed meeting uh, new people, cultures, you know, understanding what it's like outside of your own world. I was exposed to traveling way early, early in my life. You know, and I liked it because it's something I like. I look forward to it, and I've loved being able to travel around the world. And I've also passed that on to you and, and Mel, you know, more so to you at, at this point. But uh, it's just meeting uh, and seeing how they, uh, how other people live in different parts of the world. 
You know, I come from the Philippines in a developing country, coming to the U- United States, and then being able to uh, assimilate here and also realize, you know, there's the good things and the values that I have carried from my uh, heritage in the Philippines and the values I've treasured from my parents that I've, you know, passed on to you and Mel, you know, and the love for elders, the respect, the kindness, and, and the ability to just share. You both are so generous, and I have been that, to inspire. Yeah, as a matter of fact, it can be construed as sometimes it can be generous to a fault. And I have that too with my siblings, who both are all generous. My mom, always so giving, a very, very loved and generous person. And my dad, in in his way too, with his practice and not never charging, you know, uh, people that can afford financially his uh, services, uh, but he still would give it to them for free. So things that are, are truly what counts is, you know, the heart and the kindness that you share with people. And that's what they'll remember you by. And that's something that comes from within. That's not something you can be artificial about, you know. So that is something that like, I'm very thankful. So very grounded children, daughters that you I can't complain. I mean, like I said, I've always kind of say that my cup runneth over. So it's very, very nice to have two great daughters that you know that I am. We love you so much. You, You're our everything, Mom. Yeah. You're Thank everything. You. Thank you for that. Would you Thank say you. then that me and Melody are part of your biggest accomplishment? Oh. I was going to ask you, what's your biggest oh. accomplishment? And My biggest <laughs> accomplishments are the two of you. I mean, two precious gems. I can't I can, uh, emphasize enough. So you and Mel are my two greatest accomplishments. The rest are extra. So thank you. Thank you, Mom. I love you. I love, I love you, you so you much, Mel. too. Yeah. I, um, I'm, I'm just so grateful uh, to have um, someone that just lights my soul on fire and inspires me so much. You know, there's, you know, there's so many great leaders and mentors in the world, but you are the most amazing person, woman, everything to me. Um, And I am biased because you are my mom and you're the one that's been there, but your story is so much more than that because of the mindset you have, the generous loving heart that you have, and you're a go-getter. You, there are things that you desire, you know, to have in your life. But again, it's tied back to like, you're also generous, you're giving. And so it's just this balance that, having a good attitude, working for what you want, but don't forget to also share, you know, and give back and remember your family and remember, you know, balance everything and just continue to move forward and focus on the day. And I just, I, I just want to ask you um, one last question. Um, What advice would you give to, future nurses starting out, realtors, business owners, you know, new moms, single moms. Um, I know it's hard to tie it all together, but it, um, and those struggling to have a positive mindset, if there's a way, it's just because you, there's so many people, different types of people that can relate to you because in your career, you've done so much and then how you've taken challenging times and turned them into a positive one. And then there's, you know, mothers that they could have been in a relationship or they've been single. And so it's helpful that there's, you know, these 
so many people that you inspire. And so I may have specifically named category categories, but maybe I guess what advice do you have for people that are for go-getters, you know, ambitious people starting out and, um, you know, those that are single moms or people struggling with a positive mindset, I guess we could narrow it down that way. What advice could you give them to kind of help them shift a positive mindset and how to work towards getting things that they want in their careers and in their life? I think the basic really for, for I mean, it's too broad of a stroke to to encompass all of the different types of businesses or nurse mm-hmm. or the businesswoman that I am uh, and uh, other uh, parts of my life. But just uh, accepting you and loving yourself because you can't really do much of anything if you don't love who you are. Once you love yourself, then you can do more out there in the world. So focus on what your dreams and then work towards getting them. No one's going to get them for you but you. But if you love yourself and you know what you want, you can do anything with God's faith. And always to remember, it's always everything that comes to us is from him. So if you have a relationship with the one almighty, God to me as a a very strong Catholic faith, he's always been a great part of who I am and where I am and where I'm headed. And like I said, just a legacy of my mom who has always instilled the great faith in me and in all of us, of course, the love for rosary, the spreading the uh, love for the Blessed Virgin Mary, who is, uh, I'm the devotee of the Blessed Mother. So to me, love yourself, you know, and then you can love others and then focus on your dreams and work towards getting them. And like I said, remember, no one is in charge of your happiness except you, always. Thank you. Thank you. I love that. That's helpful for everyone, not even just the, the, you know, the specific people in this category. This is for everyone. She's right. You know, that it's, it's up to us to really love ourselves. And when we truly love and accept ourselves the way we are, then we can focus on what else do we want in life. And then, and that, all ties into designing our happiness because if we take care of number one first, which is us, then everything else works out the way we need it to. And my mom said that perfectly clear. And I just, I'm so thankful to you. Thank oh, you so much you. for Thank being you on my show. I love okay. you, mom. Enjoyed it. And Thank happy you. Mother's Day. You. Thank, Thank you. you. I love Thank you. you. Thank You're you. amazing. Yes. Thank you, honey. Thank you so much for joining me on the Design Your Happiness podcast. I appreciate you for listening and I hope you feel inspired. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your loved ones. I hope you have a beautiful day and get excited to design your happiness.